in this story, there was a Bachar learning yeshiva, and they say here his name was Matl. So he was a very smart Bachar. He was always learning Torah. Whenever you would see him, you would always see him with a Sefer, always learning Torah. But the more he was learning, for some reason he forgot about something very, very important he had to do. Now we're younger. It's not our job right now in Kita Aleph. When people get older, when they're older, Bachim, so the Mishnah says, when you're 18 years old, is already time to go get married. Nowadays, people wait a little longer, until they're at least, usually at least like 20, the early 20. And for some reason, he was learning, he forgot about it. So his Rebbe called him over. Not only Yilach and Ta'al have a Rebbe, but when people get older, there's also a Rebbe. When someone's in Yeshiva, when he's older, so usually they learn more, either themselves or with a chavrusa, with one other person. But something they don't understand, they go to the Rebbe to ask them, or the Rebbe gives a shear, explaining things. And every person really has to have a Rebbe. In fact, Rebbe, I also have a Rebbe. The mission says to say the Kharab. Rebbe Phillips also has a Rebbe. Ask questions if I don't know what to do. He co- so this Rebbe of this Bachar Matl called him in and said, Matl, I think it's time you have to get married already. So this Matl said, Rebbe, who's going to want to marry like me? You know how poor I am? Matl came from a very, very poor family. He didn't have any money. And said, eh, even though I find a girl who want to marry me, you think her father would want me? Someone like me, eh, who am I? So the Rebbe said, no, 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 Matl, you're not speaking the right way. Just like a person can't be show off, they have to be humble. You know, Meishu Rabbeinu, even though he's the greatest of all people, he got a Torah from Shemaim. He spoke to Hashem. Still, Meishu was humble. wasn't show off to everyone. He looked at everyone better than him. And there's a myth in Torah. You have to be nice and humble to people. So too, you can't be too humble. Like, not humble, just looking yourself so low. You can't speak bad about yourself. You're not a lesson hard about yourself either. It says, Matl, first of all, you have a mitzvah to go get married, and you're not such a bad person. Wait, you think no one's going to marry you? So, okay, Rebbe, fine, you're right, but what do I do? So, nowadays, and also back then, most times, just, usually just by Abacha sitting in yeshiva, and he's doing what he should do, he's learning Torah, and he does mitzvahs, and he behaves properly, so a lot of, most times people come to the yeshiva, and they try to find out, hmm, who's a good Bachar? Who's doing nice things, has good middays, and they try to go get them to, to marry their daughter. That's what usually happened in the yeshivas then, also nowadays. But for some reason, this Bachar, his Rebbe told him, I think you need to go travel. So again, the mission says a person has to have a Rebbe, even an adult. And his Rebbe told him, you need to go travel. So for him, that's what he had to do in his case. And okay, fine, I'll go travel, try to find someone. He said, yes, go and Hashem will help you. Mato packed his tefillin, he packed some clothes, maybe he took like a little suitcase or a backpack, and he started traveling. He went from one village to the next, and he survived by Achnas Zerachim. He stayed by people's houses, he ate food there, he was stopped by the shul and learned. One day, he was traveling from one town to the next, and for a while, he didn't find anybody's house. So he didn't really have any food. So he's walking around, getting hungry, and he was almost like giving up, oh, I'm not going to have any food, getting, almost getting like sad, when he saw a beautiful house, with a nice, beautiful garden, looked like a rich house, with a nice mezuzah, <gasps> a Jewish house. Whew. 
I can have some food. I'm hungry for a while. He knocked on the door. And one of the servants opened the door. The rich house, a lot of servants. And they saw some skinny person, you know, look poor and hungry. Oh, come inside. We'll give you some food. The parents, the, the, the tati and mommy in the house, they're not here now. But they, they give food to people. Don't worry. Come inside. It's fine. Come in the kitchen. And they gave him nice food. It was very good food. It was a rich house. And he's eating. And the servants in the house, they finished their work for the day. And they want to move to have some fun. No, we work so hard. Let's have some fun. They're talking to each other. And then they, uh, one of them, a few of them came into the room where Matu was sitting. And they started asking some questions. So, what's your name? My name is Matu. What are you doing? I'm walking around place to place. Why? Well, uh, I need to get married. So uh, I'm looking uh, how to find a bride, uh, Kala. So, oh, very interesting. They leave the room. They're talking to each other. Psst, hey, guess what? Let's make a wedding. Let's make a job. Getting married. They're in the middle of talking about this whole fun they're going to have. And the daughter of the rich man walks in the room where all the servants were talking. And they said, hey, look at this joke we want to make. We want to have fun with his guest. He's looking to get married, the bride. You want to you know, make a joke like you're marrying him? She said, uh. Okay, sounds like fun. Yeah, let's do it. So Matul just finished eating his meal, and he felt so much more energy. He just got back, you know, all his chayas. He was so tired before. And the servants came in with a whole serious face. And they said, you know, um, maybe you want to marry the girl, the daughter of the parents in this house. She's young. She's like your age. She's pretty. She's rich. She has good midas. She even looks like you. You know, like, uh, it might be a very good shidduch. You're looking to get married, right? So um, maybe this is a good color for you. Except with a whole serious face, hiding their, their smile. And Matul said, uh, you know, if she wants to marry me, maybe, yeah, why not? So then the girl came in. And they started talking for a few minutes. And she seems to be very impressed. Oh, now you're... Very amazing person, wow. So maybe I should marry you. You want to marry me? I said, yeah, why not? I need to get married. So the servants came in, and they asked uh, Matul, um, do you know how to write a ksuba? To make a chasna, it's not so simple. You need a big expert, a rav, or someone who knows how to do it. You need, you need a ksuba, there's kedushin, there's witnesses, there's a lot of things you need to arrange, make sure it's done properly. And he said, yes, I actually learned how to do all these things. I can write a ksuba. Okay, so let's do it right now. They bring him some paper. They bring him a pen. And he starts writing out a hoksuba. And they made a chuppah. They took maybe a tablecloth or something, some sticks. They held it up. And they took two of the Yiddish men's servants. Okay, you'll be the witnesses. Make sure this happens. Because to make a kadushin, to make a chasna, the man has to give the woman something worth money. Nowadays, it's usually a ring. In front of two witnesses, Matul was very poor. He didn't have a ring. So they gave him a ring as a present. Okay, this is yours. He took it. And then, in front of the witnesses, under the schupa, he gave her the ring. And they broke a plate. They all said, Malotov. And then they said, okay, let's say the Chaim. Let's drink. Let's eat. Oh, let's dance. But they made a Kedushan, a Chasna, in front of witnesses. He gave her a ring. And he said, Haram 
And they thought it was a joke, but guess what? If someone gives someone over a man over a mitzvah, gives two girls not married, over bas mitzvah, money or a ring, in front of witnesses, they say, Ha Makadashis, and she takes it. Even if they think in their heads this is a joke, well they think inside their heads doesn't make a difference. They said this is a chasna, this hard makadashas, and it really happens. It was a real real condition. was finished. And then the servants told him, okay, they had a nice time. Bye-bye. See you later. Or don't see you later. What? Matul said, why should I leave? I'm now married to her. She's my wife. And I'm the son-in-law of the owner of the house. Why should I leave? This is like my house. I, I, I belong here. And the servants were getting all angry. No, we had some fun. Now get out of here. I said, what are you talking about? I belong here. Get out of here. They try to push him out. No, I'm not leaving until my father-in-law comes. Your father-in-law? Uh-oh. Now he's going to come. He's going to be upset at us. What do we do? No, no, no. Get out of here quick. I'm not leaving. Finally, the, the, the rich man came home. And he sees this poor person with, like, ripped, dirty oh, clothes standing there. And he said, good evening, father-in-law. Said, what did he say? <laughs> are you crazy? Who are you? What are you doing here? He said, no. And Mato told him calmly the whole story. I came here. They asked me if I want to marry a daughter. We got married, and now I'm here with my father-in-law. So he said it so calmly and simply that it didn't look like he was making it up. It looked like it was real. So this rich man said, uh, he started getting white. What on earth did they do as a joke? The tati knew. They thought it was a joke. It's a real chasna if they do that. He called over his daughter and said, did you just pretend to get married to him? She said, yeah, we had some fun. He said, hey, that's not pretending. That's, that's a real problem. So he came out, and he was all worried. He told this poor muttle, here, take 20 rubles, come with me to my job, quick, keep it secret, I'll get you a get. Well, well, you'll give her a divorce? It. You'll leave. Give me 20 rubles for the, whole, for the whole joke they played on you. I said, why? Why, why should I do that? I, I married her, why, why should I divorce? I got a better idea. You come to my Rebbe, and we'll see what he says. So the rich man said, uh, fine, okay, we'll go to your Rebbe. Quick, get the carriage, his fancy carriage with his horses, let's go. And they set off to Matul's Rebbe, and everyone knew that Matul's Rebbe was a very big person, a big Rav, and was a very great person. So let's go see what he says. They said the whole story, and the Rebbe heard everything. So he said, I'll tell you to do like this. The rich man should give Matul... 3,000 rubles, which was a lot of money, a lot more than $3,000 nowadays, and he should wait half a year. At the end of the half a year, if the rich man and his daughter still want to divorce, then we'll get you the get, we'll let you divorce, and he'll keep the money to make up for like the joke you played on him, as a, to pay him back for playing a joke with him. But if at the end of six months you don't want to divorce, you still want to stay married to him, then he'll keep the money as a present. Usually, when people get married, a lot of times the girl's tati gives a present to the chassan to help start their life. So that'll be like the present. So the rich man wasn't so happy after giving 3,000 rubles and wait half a year. But the Rav said, okay, I'm going to listen. Even though it was a lot of money, he knew. The Rav said, you listen, fine. I'll give him 3,000 rubles. In half a year, I'm coming back together again. Fine. In the meantime... The Maltel's Rebbe invited him to stay by my house. You'll learn here 
And Matul's Rebbe told his Rebbitzin, make a lot of very, very good food and make sure Matul eats very well. Before he'd eat, uh, not so well, make sure he eats very well and healthy. So he did that for months. It was almost six months when the rich man was going to come back and the Rebbe got the tailor to come make the best, richest, nicest, fanciest, beautiful, whatever, everything, the best clothes ever, make them all perfect for Matl. Fine. So he spent all the money to get the nicest clothes ever. And then when Matl's wearing this, he didn't look like the poor man, like this poor Bacham before. He looked like a rich, fancy person. Looked very, very handsome and nice. So, a little while later, the rich man and his daughter came. And before they came into the Rav's room, outside they saw this young man, young, handsome, fancy, well-looking man. And, okay, they kept on walking, went inside the room. And the Rebbe asked, well, do you guys still want uh, a get? you still want a divorce? So they said, yeah, we do. People will laugh at us if they would even think that we're going to get married to such a poor person. So then the Rebbe told them, you must have seen right outside my room a young man sitting there. He lives in my house. He's brilliant. He's very smart. He's also rich. What do you want such a person to marry your daughter? So the rich man looked at his daughter. And she went a little red, a little embarrassed, and said, he definitely looked very impressive. Uh, he definitely, uh, yeah, like, kind of like, like, yes, she was a little embarrassed saying it. And so then the Rebbe called, said, Reb Mordechai, please come in. So the Malta called him Reb Mordechai, more respectful name. So he came in and said, Shalom Aleichem. And the Tati and the girl are both staring at Malta, and they're shocked. They couldn't say a word. They look at each other like, wait a minute. That's him. That's the muttle. So all of a sudden they dropped. Anything they said about uh, getting a divorce, they forgot about it. And they're only talking about, oh, so when could we make a, a wedding celebration? Uh, only talking about good things. Like, oh, so where, where do you want to live? And then the Rebbe called his, his Rebbe and said, bring some mashke, bring some mezenes, let's say the chayim for, for this new couple. When you make the big simcha, the big celebration, make sure to invite me. I want to come. The actual chasna itself happened before, half a year ago. But to make the big, oh, the big celebration, make sure to invite me. I want to come. 